Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. From Los Angeles, California, it's Music Friday Live, the end of the week program where you choose the hot new upcoming bands you want to hear and we put them on the air. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan. I'm broadcasting every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern on the Blog Talk Radio Network, the Cyber Station USA Network, and our radio affiliates. Today we're going to be talking with two artists on their way to stardom. At 2.05 Eastern, Nikki English of the country group Western Avenue joins us. And at 2.30, Rory Parton, now appearing with his big band, will be on the line with us from right here in Los Angeles. And we might have a special secret guest, too. Anyway, this is your show. These bands are here to talk to you. So you can call in, 347-215-7511. Or you can email your questions and your comments to music Friday live at gmail.com. That's music Friday live at gmail.com. Or log on to the chat room. The chat room is up, and if you're on uh, Blog Talk Radio, you see it there. So log on to the chat room. Now, if you know of a hot new band that you think should be on the show, just go to our website and let us know about it. Go to musicfriday.nationbuilder.com. Click on the Your Choice tab. It's right there on the top. Put their name in the nomination form. It takes about 30 seconds, and it could put a band that you've discovered on the air. And while you're there, look around. Read the reviews. Check out the band blogs, the, the band bios and comments and everything on the blog. Okay, that's musicfriday.nationbuilder.com. Wait a minute, we have a caller on the line, and I think it's the wonderful singer-songwriter Chris Gruen. Chris, welcome to Music Friday Live. Chris? Well, I don't think Chris is there, so we're going to uh, play an ad, and we'll be right back. Cameo Entertainment Group and CyberStation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archive CyberStation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. CyberStation USA. Always on the go. I'm back. This is Patrick O'Heffernan, your host here at Music Friday Live. And uh, we're have, like I said, we have two great musicians coming up today. Uh, first is, is going to be uh, Nikki English with the uh, Country Western Band from Canada. Who says there's no Country Western in Canada? Come on. <clears throat> and then later on in the show, Roy, Rory Parton will be with us. But right now, I want to just give you a little hint of what's going on in L.A. This place is going nuts. 
The Grammys are coming up, of course, this Sunday, and there are pre-Grammy parties all over the place. I was at one last night at Busby's, uh, a, a rap party. The place was packed. There's another. There's a, uh, a luncheon this Sunday at the uh, the Avalon Theater for Oxfam. Uh, there's a there's lots of things going on, and then just to make things even more interesting, NAM is in town, the National Association of uh, Music. Um, Merchants and uh, they've taken over the Anaheim uh, Convention Theater. There are acres and acres of guitars and amplifiers and speaker systems and dozens of concerts this weekend. There's going to be a uh, uh, a heavy metal madness down at the the Whiskey with uh, bands sponsored by NAM. There are, uh, other clubs are having NAM events. So. L.A. is absolutely popping. Even the Wits End is booked uh, wall-to-wall with uh, events. So if you're in Southern California, if you're in Los Angeles and you really like music, you should check it out. Check out the L.A. Times. Check out any of the websites, the, the band sites, Bandmaster, all of those sites. There are lots and lots of parties. And also, this, this Friday, I just wanted to give a little shout-out to a friend of mine who's going to be at the Sanctuary in Santa Monica. That's uh, down off, uh, just off of Main Street in Santa Monica. Uh, Mr. Gruen, Chris Gruen, who I hope is going to be on the show today, but looks like he can't make it. He's going to be playing at 9 o'clock on the Sanctuary. And for those of you who don't know the Sanctuary, five days a week it's a church, and on the weekend it converts itself into a nightclub. That's right. It's a block off of Main Street in Santa Monica, 235 Hill. Take the 10 West, get off at Lincoln or 4th Street, follow your GPS to the sanctuary. He's on at 9 o'clock, so you've got time to grab dinner on Main Street where all those great little restaurants are. Catch his gig, and then you can head back downtown for the pre-Grammy parties uh, in downtown or in Hollywood. Okay, let's take a, a quick break, and when we come back, and when we come back, Nikki English will be with us. Don't go away. You're listening to Music Live. Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting financial battles, how to pay the bills, even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, go to OperationHomefront.net. We're back. This is Patrick O'Heffernan. I'm your host at Music Friday Live, and I want to welcome all of our radio listeners. I want to give a special shout-out to our FM listeners. We're not just AM. We also have some FM listeners. Our FM fans are up at KSKQ-FM in Ashland, Oregon, the home of the greatest Shakespeare festival in the country and also a great university. Everyone can join us by email at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. That's musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Or you can call us if you want to talk to the, the musicians, the artists, 424 675 That's 424-675-6806. And after the show, check out our website, com. Tell us who you want to hear on the air. And also, you know, check out the blogs. I've got music reviews up there. You know, I also write music reviews for Vince Magazine and Music Junkie and the, the Hollywood Progressive. They're up there, too. So check it out. Well, country music was once described in the famous B.J. Thomas 1975 recording as Somebody Done Somebody Wrong songs. Well, the, gen- the genre stock and trade got expanded from that to include trucks, beer, and unemployment. 
not Western Avenue. They are a whole different ballgame. The Canadian-based trio of Nikki English, Keith Robertson, and Matt Williams have developed the country into a powerful vehicle for deep feeling and expressive writing without sacrificing an inch of country vitality. They combine the ethos of country with the warmth of love songs and the heat of rock. Lyrics they write and play are about loss and joy and nostalgia, and most of all, about hope. And they do it with great hooks, earworm melodies, and classic country arrangements. They call it hot country, and it's a long way from somebody done somebody wrong songs. It's no wonder Western Avenue has been nominated for the Nashville Universe Award for the Best Country Vocal Group. And we're proud to have with us Nikki English, songwriter and lead singer of Western Avenue. Nikki, welcome to Music Friday Live. Hi, thanks for having me. Nick, Nikki, I know this is a little off the topic, but I'm dying to ask you, since I discovered your music, where did the name Western Avenue come from? Well, um, it was a street we used to jam on back in the day when we were first starting out. Um, and I was just thinking one night, laying in bed, you know, trying to sleep, but my mind's everywhere, but sleeping. Um, <laughs> I just thought, yeah, I thought uh, Western Avenue would be a cool band name for us because we're country with a little bit of crossover. And then it was funny because I think it was the very next night came over for a practice and um, he, <laughs> he had the exact same idea. So it was pretty cool. It's kind of like fate. <laughs> And great minds think alike. Well, well, Nikki, yeah. the song the song that first caught my ear was uh, "Wherever You Are," and 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 of course the video that goes with it, which tells a story that's been told a million times in various ways. But the way your music and Dave Woods's words conveyed the anguish of separation in that song was absolutely unique. It's poetry and pain married in music. Where did that come from? Are the lyrics? edge you give them with your music personal experience um well um dave would probably be the best one to ask about the lyric part of it because yeah he just sent me the lyrics and i just kind of read through them and i sat behind the piano and it just kind of came like i don't know i just i'll start cording around and then i'll try to go for the feel of what the lyrics are trying to say and just comes out well it <laughs> certainly no, like, did formula uh, I want our audience just to hear a, a, a little bit of what hit me so hard in that song. Gathered on the wind Together for a moment And carried away again Every time you leave my side I stumble in shades of blue And the only thing I think about is getting back to you. I want to be That is so powerful. I, I just love that song. Now, I, I want to ask you, you kind of a, person, a personal question. Um, I know your father was a powerful force in your music career, and you can't be wherever he is now, but since he produced you, I know he's in a very good place. 
can you tell us how his life and his death affected your your life and your music? Well, um, he had a great impact. Um, ever since I was a little girl, he'd always have the guitar out or playing the piano. There was always music going on. And he'd always try to encourage me to sing all the time. And, like, I always loved singing ever since um, The Little Mermaid came out. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I just... I just fell in love with singing, but yeah, he would always try to get me to sing in front of people. And that was the hardest part for me because I was always so shy. And so ever since, like just growing up, like he died when I was 18 years old. So up until that point, I hadn't really sang in front of anybody. But once he passed, I think that just gave me that courage to kind of do it in his honor. So it's helped me a lot. (laughs) Well, it, it certainly did, uh, I've, and I think you've gotten, you've obviously gotten over the uh, the shyness. Um, but uh, a, another emotion that you pack into your music is um, in, in one song, particularly. I think this was your first hit, uh, "Highway uh, Heading Out of Town," and that emotion is wanderlust and building a future. And there's a line in there: "I want to feel wheels." Under our dreams, keep rolling. Uh, let's play a little bit of this for our audience and, uh, and then come back and talk a little bit about that because that is such beautiful poetry. Like I said, the, the line in that, and we haven't come to it yet, um, I want to feel the wheels under our dreams keep rolling. And there's another line in there, too, and that's, you and I are different kind. Is, is this a song about you and, and, your, and Keith and your philosophy of life? <laughs> it sounds like it. Um, actually, Dave wrote the lyrics to this one as well. Um, he, he has a way with words, that's for sure. But yeah, it definitely hit home for me and Keith because it's it's very true to how we're living our life right now. Well, it's also true to your music. And as I said in the introduction, your music is different than a lot of country western music. Did have you did you set out to to do that or does it just flowed that way that the combination of of Dave's writing and your music and the way you all work together just created something that's unique in country? Yeah, I think so and also um we have a lot, like a wide range of influences from Merle Haggard to Journey to Def Leppard to, like we, we have a big 80s influence for sure. Um, so it's not just country that we're influenced by. And I think just putting all those together has kind of made us what we are. 
Well, I sure I sure like w- what it's made you. We're getting some emails, so uh, I, I want to uh, pass these on to you. We've got uh, Sebastian in Los Angeles is his uh, sent us an email, and he wants to know: Do you tour in the U.S.? Where can I see you all live? Oh, um, well, we haven't started any tours yet in the U.S., but we would love to look into that in the near future. I think it would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, LA is fun. Um, and Veronica in uh, San Francisco wants to know, uh, you're the first country western band I have heard from Canada. Does Canada have a country western culture? And if so, did they import it from the United States or is it indigenous? Um, I, I don't know. Um, well, they do have a huge country music culture. I just don't know how far back it goes or anything. But it's, yeah, it's quite huge in Canada. All right. Uh, so, Veronica, check out um, Google Canada Country Music and see what you come up with. And actually, I can give you an, an, another uh, country band. That's Amy Rose, who was on the show about three weeks ago. Uh, the life of a singer-songwriter and of a band, no matter whether you're country or anything, uh, can be tough, even when you're successful. But to be successful, you have to be optimistic. Now, Western Avenue has a lot of optimism in its songs, and it's very successful, and it's becoming more so all the time. Do you envision a time in which you don't need wheels under your dreams because you've accomplished them? I can't vision, envision that because I just, I just don't think there's like an end point. It's just got to keep on trucking. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> Well, just, good, I'm glad I don't to hear think that. I'll ever be satisfied. I'll just want to keep pushing myself further and further. You're not going to retire like Justin Bieber, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> uh, you've got a new EP out now, and it's titled, simply enough, Western Avenue. Uh, there's a great picture of you on the cover in a long red gown, uh, suitable for accepting a Grammy or a National <laughs> Universe Award in. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> I I believe that this is your first collection of songs, although the band's been together for seven years now. Why did you wait so long to write and record an original co- uh, collection? I don't really know, actually. Um, I think we just got comfortable with what we were doing. We were just kind of doing the pub scene, playing about every week and just playing cover songs. And we did have our own songs written, and we just... I don't know. We just I guess we just wanted to wait till the time was right. <laughs> <laughs> and and tell me why is the time right now? Uh, I guess now or never. <laughs> I don't know. Just I just guess we were just inspired at the time to just go ahead and do it. We've got another email in uh here for you and this is from Macon in Seattle and Macon wants to know your songs sound a lot like rock and a lot like country. How do you draw the line between the two? Why couldn't you be a rock band as well as a country oh, band? That's, that's a tough one, especially with today's country music. There, it's hard to find that line anymore, but I guess just staying wholesome and keeping the songs about, like, the story songs and keeping it real. You know, I, I've often said, and we've had some... some um, so people note this, that there's a lot of similarity between country and rap because they're both narrative music forms. We'll talk about that in a minute, but, um, whoops, we just lost her. Uh, the phone connection is from Canada. I got a little strange there, so uh, 
We'll listen to this while we try and call it back. We're back. We're talking with Nikki English. She's the lead singer and a songwriter for the uh, country band Western Avenue. And I've been talking with her about a lot of different things. A lot of, a lot of people here want to know about the difference between rock and country and uh, things like that. And uh, So we'd like to have you call in 347-215-7511 and you can talk with Nikki yourself or you can email us. We've got a lot of people emailing. I guess you're all at work and you've got your headphones on. You're listening to us instead of that PowerPoint that you've got on the, the screen there. Uh, you can email us at musicfridaylive, don't forget the live, at gmail.com. Now, we just played a little bit of um, This I Promise You, and this is a sad, melancholy, nostalgic, loving, hopeful song, and that's quite a feat to cram all those emotions into a single tune. The arrangement <laughs> is, is almost pop, but it's unmistakably a country song. Now, did you have to work on that to get all of that emotion into one song and then give it the hooks of pop and the feel of country? Um, well, Keith wrote this song, actually, and um, I think he had a huge influence of Rick Springfield in it because <laughs> he's, like okay. he's like, he idolizes that band. It's hilarious. Um, yeah, so I think that's where that came from, and then we just kind of all worked together and produced it up to what it is now. <laughs> well, let me ask you that. Uh, do do you start with lyrics that what that that uh, Dave or, or Keith writes, and you sit down at the piano and and put music to it, or do you come to them with uh, with some riffs and say, what does this feel like to you? Can you put words to that? I guess it all depends on the song. Like um, I have done a lot of songs where I just sit behind the piano and with Dave's lyrics, or there's been like with Highway, um, I had Dave's lyrics, and then I grab keys and I told them to start playing some riffs on the guitar and then we came up with that and yeah I just I think every song has its own kind of process another uh, another email here this is from voiceman in New York voiceman wants to know do you play any traditional country music you know trucks and beer and lost my job and stuff like that <laughs> um, actually Keith is a huge like classic country fan Huge, huge, huge. Um, as for our live shows, we haven't really incorporated it yet, but maybe in the future, because we do love that music. Uh, tell me about your live shows. Uh, right now, you've only uh, toured in Canada. Is that right? Yes, just in Canada. Mostly just in Ontario, actually. But we're hoping to expand our horizon soon. <laughs> Who are your audiences? What kind of people come to your shows? 
Pardon? Uh, who who are your audiences? Uh, what what kind of people come to your shows? Oh, I I'd say I it ranges from like kids to like people in their seventies, and it just it's all over the place, <laughs> which is pretty cool. I think it's kind of with our style of music, it applies to that wide range of audience, which is really cool. I'll I'll say it does. It, 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 uh, <laughs> just from the emails we're getting here. Now, you've been nominated for a Nashville Universe Award. Uh, now that my listeners have met you and they've heard a bit of your music, and should they want to vote for you, how would they do that? Um, I believe you just go to the Nashville Universe website, which can be Googled. I'm not sure the exact address off the top of my head, but... Yeah, if you Google Nashville Universe, the website should pop up, and then you can just go on there, and it's so easy to sign up. You can sign up through your Facebook account even. and Yeah, and then it'll take you through the voting process. It's pretty simple, actually. And then we're nominated for Vocal Group of the Year. Is this the, is this the first time you've been nominated? Uh, for this award, yes. Well, c- well congratulations. I can uh, I could. I can see see why, and and I certainly hope you uh, you're successful there. Now let me remind our listeners again: it's the Nashville Universe. Go to the Nashville Universe website. You can Google it and uh, click on awards. You're going to have to 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 register. They, they want they want your email address and all that sort of stuff. But uh, once you register, that will take you to a list of awards, and down there you're going to you're going to see Western Avenue. I, I guess it, it's your name actually there, not Western Avenue, or is it Western Avenue? Oh, it's Western Avenue. It's Western Avenue. Okay, so you look for Western Avenue and click. Just click the box next to Western Avenue, and maybe we will have Nikki back, or maybe we'll have all three of them back uh, uh, in uh, a month or so to celebrate uh, their award. Now, once again, what's the category? Uh, vocal Group of the Year. Vocal Group of the Year. And that award is actually given in Nashville, too, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Which means mm-hmm. you're absolutely you're going to have to come to the United States, and you'll probably have to play some music while you're here. <laughs> oh darn! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, I don't think they're going to let you get away. Well, since you've been nominated, you'll probably be at the ceremony anyway, and I don't think they're going to let let you get away without playing some music. So, uh, <laughs> so, so bring your guitar and uh, the piano, but bring your bring your guitar with you. Now, um, there's a song on your album that that is is kind of different than everything else on on the album, and I, I, I want to play a bit of it, and then we can talk about it. It's called uh, "Without Saying Bye."
That's a pretty powerful song, but uh, and uh, I, I love it. But I don't hear any country in that song. <laughs> uh, yeah, this one was written by Matt Williams, actually. Um, he wrote it about a friend of his who got killed in, by a drunk driver. By a drunk driver? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so... <laughs> And and uh, did did he bring that uh, to you and say let's do it even though this is not uh, let's do it in a in a different style because that that I don't hear any country in that at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just we we just thought we'd do it up and he he wrote the song quite a while ago and we just thought we would put her on the album. <sighs> Well, you did a marvelous job of it, and to me, that tells me that you have crossover ability, that a lot of potential there to uh, to work in a number of genres. If you if you can, if you can arrange something like that with that kind of power, uh, you definitely have crossover possibilities. Does that occur, or is that something you want to do? Oh, for sure. I think that's the way to go anymore. <laughs> okay. Cover as many well, bases as possible. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Well, Nikki, um, as with all things fun, uh, time has gone by much too fast, and we have to say goodbye. But first, uh, why don't you tell people where they can get your music? The simplest way is to go to our website, which is westernavenue.ca, and it's got linked to iTunes for our album and our Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, and Tumblr accounts if you want to keep up to date on what we're doing. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. Nikki English of Western Avenue. We're going to have to take a Thanks break for now. Having me. Thank you. We're going to take a break <laughs> now, and when we return, Rory Parton joins us. Don't go away. You're listening to Music Friday Live. Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting financial battles, how to pay the bills, even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, go to OperationHomefront.net. Cameo Entertainment Group and CyberStation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archive CyberStation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. CyberStation USA. Always on the go. 
We're back. This is Patrick O'Heffernan. I'm your host at Music Friday Live, and we would like to hear from you. You can call in and talk to our musicians, our, our artists, 347 347- 215-7511. That's 347-215-7511. And if you are sitting at your job and you've got your earphones on and you're listening to us instead of that PowerPoint that's on your screen that your boss thinks you're paying attention to, you can email us. Email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. That's musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Now, I want to give a, a quick but very important word from our wonderful sponsor, that's Solar City. Now, solar power is a huge win-win for homeowners, but I know that a lot of you are reluctant to take the plunge into solar because of the upfront costs. Well, with Solar City, you can go solar for zero money upfront with approved credit. That's right, no upfront costs. Solar City will come out and install a solar system on your home for free, and you only pay for the power you use, just like you do from the utility company, but you don't use as much power because the sun's making it for you. Solar City pays for the system, it insures it, it maintains it, and all you have to do is enjoy the savings. So if you've been ready for solar, but solar hasn't been ready for you, it is now at Solar City, which is America's number one clean energy provider. How do you find out? Well, you call my friend Tina at Solar City. Have a pencil and paper ready, and I will give you her phone number because if you call Tina and you tell her that you heard about it on Music Friday, you heard about it from me, she'll give you a $250 deduction on your order. You got that pencil ready? Her number is 909-618-6937. That's 909-618-6937. That's Solar City, and don't forget to tell Tina you heard about it on Music Friday. Okay, let's go back to music. What would you think if I told you that our new guest is a musician, actually a singer, songwriter, band leader to be exact, whose influences include Ray Charles, Bing Crosby, Louis Armstrong, the Doobie Brothers, and Three Dog Night, a musician who earned his chops on a gospel tour and now leads a big band but also has a pop venture with his wife who tells him he has a lot of country in his songwriting. A musician whose list of venues includes a presidential inaugural ball and Starbucks. Well, hopefully, you would think I was talking about Rory Parton, and you would be right. Rory Parton is an American treasure, a musical artist who has brought back classic big big band sounds and the swinging joy that goes with them, but whose range is far beyond the bow tie. A stunning a renaissance talent and an internationally known band leader and pop singer, Rory Parton is playing next week in my hometown right here, and I'm delighted to have him right here on the show today. Rory Parton, welcome to Music Friday Live. Hey, thanks, man. With an introduction like that, I feel like someone else should be on the phone with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you're the one on the phone. Um, yeah, Rory, me too. I- Roy, I wanted to, uh, to play just a, a little bit of uh, one of your songs first, and then we can come out and talk about it. So let's hear a little bit of Baby, It's Cold Outside.
Now, that's just a, a little sample of what people are, are going to hear next Monday. So let, let's talk about the show that's coming up, because you're going to be playing blocks, just blocks away from the Music Friday Los Angeles studio Monday night, and you're going to be playing at a very special place. So why don't you tell us about it? Yeah, indeed. That's pretty cool that we're going to be so near you guys. Uh, we're going to be playing at the Typhoon at the Santa Monica Airport. It is a really cool venue. It's a fantastic, uh, I guess you would call it a pan-Asian restaurant. And, That's uh, right. There at the air, it's there on airport property, and they've got windows that uh, show the a wonderful view of the, I think it's, the, if I recall correctly, the runways and hangars and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's really right. Cool setting, so you can have a wonderful dinner and listen to the big band play, and me saying it's a it's a really great time. Well, for for all of my Southern California listeners, those of you in Los Angeles, and you want to go, this has got to be a wonderful concert. You will need reservations. You're going to need reservations to see Rory Monday night because I'm sure it's going to be sold out. So pencil that you just used to write down Solar City's number and write down this phone number. It's three one zero. Three nine zero six five six five. That's three one zero three nine zero six five six five. That's the reservation number for the Typhoon. Now you can go to their website, and the website is typhoon.biz, B-I-Z, typhoon.biz, and make your reservation there. But I find that it's it's a lot easier and quicker to do it if you make the phone call. Also, you can tell them you know you want to be upfront too. Now they only make res- reservation for dinners. So plan on dinner before the show, and just like Rory said, this has been rated one of the best pan-Asian fusion restaurants in Los Angeles, so you're going to have a great dinner. They even have insects. That's right. They have crickets and scorpions on the menu, just in case you – I don't know if you knew that, Rory. Oh, I've had the crickets. Oh, you have. They're good, aren't they? They are good, actually. Yeah. Well, so if you're you're interested in uh, big band music – dancing and eating crickets and scorpions <laughs> this is going to be the place to be <laughs> monday night um and, and if you go early if you r- arrive early and order dinner you'll be ready to dance when rory comes on now <laughs> right now rory <laughs> right, uh, incidentally I, i'm going to be there i'm going to be there i'm going to be munching on my my crickets and dancing to your music <laughs> so, so rory i have a lot of we have a lot of questions um and we have a lot of people who've already emailed here for for you. So um, uh, we've already played a sample of of the kind of music going to hear. We we played a little bit of "Baby It's Cold Outside." Um, was that Alexa, your wife, on the song with you? That was indeed, man. That's from a live concert we did in uh, Louisiana last year. Yep. Uh, is she going to be with you this Monday night? She's got to be, man. We'll be covering that song as well as a couple others that she sings with me that we uh, do duets on. And it's a lot of fun. The interaction with she and I is just so natural and fun. Our marriage is fun anyhow. We kind of cut up together. And people seem to really like our interaction together on stage. And well, it sure sounds fantastic. It, it, it sure sounds good. Now, um, in, a, in addition to big band music and standards, you also write and sing what you call Blue-Eyed Soul. What is Blue-Eyed Soul? When I was... <laughs> A few years ago, I was asking myself, uh, people would refer to uh, different singers as, oh, well, that's kind of blue-eyed soul. And uh, at first I thought, well, is that an insult? Well, what does that mean? I guess what it means is a, a white guy singing soul music. That's, <laughs> that's the best I can gather. And uh, I have always been known as a soulful singer. And I, I don't think soul means you've got, you're singing licks everywhere and trying to sound like uh, Stevie Wonder or whoever. I think 
think soul comes from deep inside, and it's a, like Ray Charles, you know, there was something inside of him that had to be said, and when he sang, whatever it was, whether it was his number one country album, or whether it was his Atlantic years, uh, man, or big band, it just had to be said, it came out and you want to listen, and I think that's the essence of soul, when someone's not just singing to sing, but they're singing, and they feel it, and they're expressing that emotion, and other people are getting it too, that's, that's what I think of it. Well, that that seems to be what you do, so I'll I'll go along <laughs> with that definition. <laughs> now, <laughs> you toured the world early in your career. At the beginning of your career, you toured the world with a gospel group. Um, I believe it was the great uh, Larnell Harris. Did that experience set your musical trajectory, or did it just sort of expand where you were going anyway? Uh, it more sort of expanded where I was going anyway. I, ever since I was a child, I've been traveling my uh, father was vice president of, I believe it was a missions organization down in, uh, that worked a lot in Honduras. So as children, we would go to, to Central America and Honduras and work with the street children and the people living in the mountains, the poor uh, people up there. And um, But going with Larnell was a completely different view. As a child in Honduras, I would see the swollen bellies, you know, like you see on television and the flies all over the children's faces. It was It was a quite a sobering experience and uh, really sets a world view, but traveling with Larnell, suddenly we're in first-class places and singing to tens of thousands of, of people around the world, uh, including in the Kremlin uh, Palace of Congress, did a concert there. It was just an amazing experience, and that sort of set a whole new tone for my travels. Up to that point, I, it had been mostly uh, missions work and working with underprivileged uh, uh, people groups, which we still do. However, Man, talk about put a taste in your mouth for something new. <laughs> first class with a five-time Grammy winner. That's that's pretty special. It sounded like it. We've got to take a, a quick break for a little commercial visit, but when we come back, we're also going to talk about Georgia. So don't go away. You're listening to Music Friday Live, and uh, we'll be right back. Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting financial battles, how to pay the bills, even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, go to OperationHomefront.net. And we're back. You're listening to Music Friday Live. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan. And uh, we are talking to Rory Parton. And uh, Rory, I think one of your, your fans is on the line. Uh, this is, is this Carl? Yes, hello. Car- uh, Carl, where are you from? I'm from Maryland. Maryland, do you have a question for Rory? I sure do. Well, I hope it's not in French. Not in French. <laughs> it could be if you'd like. <laughs> I think Wait, he knows me. <laughs> anyway, we'll speak to English this time. Sounds good. Uh, good to hear your voice, Rory. You too, Carl. Yes, you know, uh, I just love that rendition of Baby It's Cold Outside with you and Alexa. It's, it's just very moving, professional. And um, I'm wondering if you might consider doing a Christmas album at some point with your big band. Oh, man, you know, I would love to do that, Carl. Growing up, listening to people like Bing Crosby and Perry Como and uh, 
singing Christmas music. That's those are my roots, man. As a kid, and I would love to do a Christmas album and include all the traditional stuff I grew up with in the big band style. And ideally, it'd be great to do it with a full orchestra and big band. That would just be oh, that'd be the top, man. Um, it sure would. Uh, uh, th- thank you, Carl. Uh, Carl. You can stay on the line if if you would like, uh, Rory. Didn't you do yeah. some holiday songs at one point? I did actually. I recorded uh, a couple of years ago. I was, uh, you know, as Carl's suggestion hits home to me. I was chomping at the bit to do something uh, Christmas-like, and uh, I, so I recorded in my last session with my band. Not this most recent one, but the one before that. I tagged on the Christmas song, the very last song on the session we recorded, and I put that out uh, just sort of as a single, though there was no big release. I put it out last year. Uh, so that was the beginning of my hopes to get a Christmas album moving. Well, um, we'll we'll look forward to that, and and I want to thank Carl for uh, for for bringing it up. Uh, now, you uh, like I said, we were talking about your touring with a gospel group, and uh, having lived in Georgia for a while, uh, I know what a powerful influence gospel is there, and of course also the blues. So I think it's fitting that one of the standards of re- of your show is uh, is this song. feeling of that song, but you've definitely added your own style. Was it really hard to walk the line between copying and rendering a classic like that? You know, it is, and, and um, you'll get advice, well, you'll get advice. I get advice from people sometimes saying, oh, don't record this song or that song. It's such a classic, you know, you shouldn't try to redo that. But, you know, it's songs that I love and love to sing. They speak to me, and I want them to speak to other people, and I want to, be, I want to perform them for other people. And uh, when I recorded that, I took it from the uh, version that Ray Charles does and had it arranged for big band. And I kept wondering, uh, man, am I, am, I, am I copping Ray on this thing? Am I doing what Ray does? And I hadn't listened to his for a few years specifically so I could kind of groove my own place in it. And when I went back and listened, and our versions are very different. It's amazing how something can influence you so deeply. But uh, because of that, I think it becomes your own, you know, and you're doing your own thing with it. And... Um, uh, just really good. Uh, I've kind of come to a place where I sort of uh, put in quotes, own this song for myself. Yes, you certainly do. And we have another caller on the line. Uh, caller, what's your name? Where are you from? Hello? You're on the air. Or not. <laughs> or not. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll, go, we'll go back on, on, on that one. Uh, uh, 
Well, you and uh, you and Alexa also play together under uh, another name, and that's the the Romies. And yeah, uh, that's I want right. to I want to play a little bit of one of the Romies songs, so uh, so our listeners <laughs> oh, know nice. what we're talking about. All right. Now, are we going to hear a lot more of uh, the music of the Romies? Yeah, you will coming up, man. Uh, she and I have been working on some stuff, uh, well, meaning in the studio and also writing songs. Uh, it's kind of gone a little bit on the back burner since I've got the, the single release and album release coming up with my new big band project. But uh, she and I are working hard on that stuff. And uh, you will hear some of us, actually, now that you played that, I thought, well, it would be nice. We might do a couple of Romies things at the uh, concert Monday night. Oh, I certainly hope you do. <laughs> uh, that would be that. That would be an additional little uh, surprise for us all. Uh, we have a um, uh, an email in here from uh, Laverne in Atlanta, and uh, Laverne wants to know what's it like to sing with your wife. <laughs> That's I a great she, question. I, I think she means more than just sing there, just to have her in the band. <laughs> you can say we make beautiful music together, uh, but I digress. Uh, it's fantastic. You know, I have, that's another piece of advice that you get from people often is don't work with your spouse. Oh my goodness. It's going to just, you know, kill the marriage or be really difficult on the marriage. And I do know that in some cases that's true, but my wife and I, we have such the same vision and we both love to travel, love doing music. We love each other. We just have fun. You know, we're best friends. So traveling, getting to travel around the world and sing with my wife is one of the most fantastic things that uh, I've ever done. I'm sure that I will ever do. Uh, it's such an amazing blessing to be able to do that instead of one of us being at home. And, you know, the first year of our marriage, I didn't see her for six months out of the year. And uh, that was a really interesting way to start a marriage. And after a year, we were together for a complete month at home just staring at each other. And I thought, oh, this is what marriage is like. <laughs> 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 I'd much rather travel with her than without her. <laughs> okay. Um, well, well, speaking of... of traveling and playing in unusual places you played at the george bush inaugural ball now i'm sure there was plenty of security for you to go through but how did the (laughs) inaugural committee decide on you did you apply for the job or did they come find you well it's interesting uh the guy before i took over the big band the big band that i play with has been around since oh gosh 1976 maybe and it was started by a retired uh, military hero. He had fought in Vietnam. He was an army ranger, and he would still go and uh, talk to the troops at Bragg and lecture to them and stuff. 
uh, for Bragg, that is. And so when uh, when I joined the band, he had already played for three presidential inaugural balls, I believe it was, starting with Reagan's first. We played for every president all the way up through George W. Well, I say we. Obviously, I wasn't with him that early. I'm a bit too young for that. However, uh, when I took the band over, my first major, uh, ma- sorry, my first gig with the band was playing for the inaugural ball for George W. And talk about trial by, by fire or baptism by fire, if you will. It was pretty amazing. I'll bet. So, we, have enough, we have a lot of emails here who wanted to know if there was any kind of a political test for you to be uh, at the, uh, the ball. <laughs> you know, it's interesting because we, uh, there wasn't, thankfully, but we played for everyone. We played for, uh, like I said, Reagan and then George Singer. Then we played for both Clintons and then also uh, George W. So, you know, it didn't matter what party had won. The way, that, the way that it happened is we played each cabinet position has its own ball. And so we played for the ag ball. And uh, they've been hiring us for a number of years, and so they hired us again for that ball. And i got to tell you, it's a tough gig to play, man. That is a tough crowd for the first couple of hours. <laughs> Why do they just sort of sit there and listen? <laughs> well, kind of, yeah. And they're, it's, the, it's the big power movers and shakers, you know. So you've got all the congressmen there and senators yeah. and stuff. And at first they're just staring at you like you've got you know, two noses on your head. But then after <laughs> a couple hours of open bar, they relax and start dancing. And then after four hours, they don't want you to stop. <laughs> it, it takes uh, it takes a few drinks before uh, most members of Congress will want to be uh, caught on camera dancing. I imagine. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's right, and, and you wouldn't really want to catch most of them on camera dancing after that either. <laughs> uh, we've got uh, another email here. This is an email from um, uh, Cecily in Austin, and. Uh, she asks, uh, isn't it very expensive to support a big band? Don't you have to work constantly? Ooh, man, it is expensive, brother. Let me tell you, uh, for New Year's, my overhead was tens of thousands of dollars, as you can imagine. It's a, it's a very expensive proposition. And New Year's is the, is the most expensive uh, gig of the year, so others aren't quite that high. But, yeah, man, you bring 18 to 21 people on the road with you, and that is expensive. Oh, yeah. Ooh, so what about the... the the, the last half of her question, doesn't that mean that you have to work constantly to pay that overhead? Well, thankfully, with these guys, I don't have them on salary, like a full-time yearly salary. I pay them per gig, and so I have to build that into the gig. But it's a constant work to try and keep gigs going, as you can imagine, finding, uh, for an artist at my level who's not a Michael Bublé or Harry Connick Jr., you know, finding gigs that can bring in uh, enough people and pay enough money to bring in my band, that's the challenge. That's, that's what's constant work. And as a matter of fact, I'm in the process of looking for a new booking agent. Uh, so anyhow, that's, that's also part of the job and, and work. Okay, well, if there's any booking agents out there listening to this, uh, you, you know where to find Rory, all right? Um, uh, <laughs> that's right. Mauser in Los Angeles wants to know, do you have any other gigs planned in L.A. besides the one at the airport? Right now, I don't have any gigs with the big band planned. We have, we, my wife and I, the Romies, are actually playing at Hotel Cafe. I believe it's March 4th, uh, but they can go to, the, uh, it's called the Hotel Cafe. It's in Hollywood. They can go to the website and uh, see when we're playing. But I believe it's March 4th. Actually, it's on Mardi Gras, and me being from southwest Louisiana, that's only appropriate, you know. Yeah. Have you have you been to the hotel cafe? Have you been to the hotel cafe before? I have indeed. Yeah, we played there a few months ago. It's a wonderful venue, man. Have you have you been there before? Oh, many times. All right. Yeah. Uh, Great so, venue, isn't it? 
Yes, it certainly is. And of course, you you uh, hear all kinds of music there. Um, are, are we going to see a uh, an EP or an album of the Romy songs in the future, or an album of your music in the future? You are. We will see both. Indeed, we are. The plans for my album. We're going to release a single uh, end of this month, which is essentially here. So we'll be releasing it in the next couple of weeks. And then my full album, we're looking at uh, probably a May release, uh, building up to that. And then the Romies, we're looking at something probably in the summer, releasing an EP of sorts. Uh, like I said, we're writing and recording towards that and uh, always trying to make things better, you know, as we go. And they're very different projects, obviously. I've got the big band I'm playing with, and then our stuff is more acoustic-based. On the Romies, you'll hear banjo and mandolin, acoustic guitar, uh, cello, piano, all kinds of stuff like that. And a lower overhead. Yeah. <laughs> right. Not that right, right man. <laughs> um, you're, you're now in Los Angeles. Now, you've been here, what, a couple of years now? Yeah, I've been there, I think, three years, something like that. Okay. And it's funny. I feel like I just moved there, too. Well, as you know, this is the most creative and the most competitive music market in the world. And apparently oh. you're, uh, you're thriving here. How has being in L.A. affected your music? Oh, that's, man, I'll tell you where it's affected me is uh, my songwriting. Uh, you know, I grew up cutting my teeth. Well, I say grew up. I cut my teeth as a songwriter in Nashville, uh, living there for a number of years. And Nashville has a very uh, specific way of writing songs. Um, you had mentioned my country writing influence, and this is where a lot of that comes into play. There are, uh, you know, rules, if you will, to songwriting in Nashville. And when we first moved to L.A., we went to an open mic session and thought, well, we'll, we'll just sing a, sing a couple songs we've written. And uh, everything we heard was very theatrical in the sense of it was more about what was going on on stage instead of the songwriting. And ours were more commercial songwriters, you know. And uh, I learned a lot. The crowd really responded to the other stuff. And I thought, well, those are really poorly written songs according to Nashville standard. And uh, one thing I've learned, Nashville, uh, L.A.'s got me listening to more pop music, and I've discovered people aren't really into the rules. They're more than something that they like to listen to. They don't care if you rhyme a word with itself sometimes. If you rhyme war with war, which you would never do in Nashville, sometimes they're okay with that in pop. And uh, so I've really, as a songwriter, had to release a lot of stuff and let go and learn to, uh, learn to just write more from the heart. So that's been really helpful. Well, Unfortunately, what isn't helpful is the clock right now. We are, like all good things, we are running out of time. So uh, uh, I want to make sure that our audience knows that you're going to be playing this Monday at the Typhoon at the Santa Monica Airport. That uh, You're going to be on at 8 p.m. Is that correct? 8 p.m.? That's correct. We're doing two sets, one at 8 and then one, I believe, at 9.30. Well, you're working hard. Okay. Well, Absolutely. if you're with... If you're within the sound of my voice and you're in Southern California, you should be there. That's this Monday at the Typhoon. Rory, I want to thank you very much for uh, joining us uh, today, and I will see you Monday. Sounds awesome. I will see you there. Thank you so much. Sure thing. You've been listening to Music Friday with Patrick O'Heffernan from Cyber Station USA, Blog Talk Radio, and our radio affiliates. If you like our Facebook page or follow our Twitter stream, you will get real-time updates on our guests. Vote for your favorite musician on musicfriday.nationbuilder.com, and we will invite them on the show. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartleben. Our, an- our intern is Angeline Serrano. You can download this and other Music Friday programs at 
blogtalkradio.com slash musicfriday. That's blogtalkradio.com slash musicfriday. Or you can find us on iTunes. Be here next Friday with our special guests, American Beauties and Therese Taylor. Check out the Twitter stream and our Facebook page. We're going to update you on the guests. Our uh, website will have full bios. And also, check the, uh, the website for reviews of today's guest and also uh, past reviews. Good night, everybody. Have a great musical weekend. And right now, we're going to play a little bit more of Baby, It's Cold Outside. Are you still there? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.